Meet the celebrities on your radio station. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Thanks for keeping it here on the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Omaha World Cup 2017.com. Well, you may know Emmett Cahill as an Irish tenor with the world-renowned Celtic Thunder. He's now on a solo musical journey, and you're going to want to pre-order his album, Emmett Cahill's Ireland. And you can see him live at the Omaha Conservatory of Music Friday, March 3rd, and even attend a meet-and-greet. You're going to hear all about it right now from Emmett. Emmett Cahill's Ireland, Irish tenor on the move, song so good and voice so smooth. Thank you so much. Great stuff. Well, great to be here. Great to be talking with you. Uh, great to have you with us. Okay, so now, Emmett, you've had three number one albums on the World Billboard chart with Celtic Thunder. And on February 24th, your solo debut orchestral album drops. And, you know, the buzz around the album has been incredible. Pre-sales are at number one on Amazon's World Music chart. So what is life like for you right now, just anticipating the release and the tour? Um, it's pretty busy, to be honest. You know, this is, the, I suppose, the release of my first album. As you mentioned, the pre-sale is going really well. And it, obviously, I've been waiting a long time to record my own album. And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a collection of, of Irish songs that have kind of been the soundtrack to my life growing up in Ireland. You know, I have released a couple of videos and people seem to have enjoyed, you know, the sneak peeks of some of the tracks. So, okay. yeah, February 24th, I'm very much looking forward to it. Yes, so now, recording the album, how did you decide, you know, which songs you would include and your approach to the songs? Well, a lot of them were automatic choices, needless to say. You can't have an Irish tenor album without Danny Boy. There were other songs there that were very much part of my life and um, there's a song on there called My Cavern Girl a folk song and that was my dad's song you know he used to sing that at parties I remember him singing that at you know get together family occasions when I was a child uh-huh. The Parting Glass is a beautiful old folk song I've been touring the last five years and I've met so many fans after shows and heard their opinions on okay. what Irish songs really meant a lot to them songs like Irish Eyes Are Smiling Mm-hmm. You know, an Irish lullaby, of course, Tura Lura, that's uh-huh. one Bing Crosby used to perform. And I suppose it's the Ireland I know, but it's also part of that is, is the Ireland that I've kind of experienced from touring around and meeting people with connections to Ireland, the love of Irish music, and, uh-huh. you know, hearing their stories and their connection to Irish music. And so it was a combination of all those things. And, of course, I recorded it with orchestra as well to give it that classic feel. There's lots on there, hopefully, to evoke memories for people, maybe bring people to an earlier part of their life, bring back childhood memories. And that's what I get a lot as well. People say that when they hear me sing these songs, they remember their mother or their grandmother singing them to them. So it's nice that there's a generational thing there as well with this music. It runs deep for a lot of people. So now, like you mentioned, there's a lot of orchestration on the album. So how did you go about recording it? Was that recorded separately and then you laid your vocals down? Talk about the recording process. Yeah, so recording process was a lot of rehearsing, first of all, arranging the tracks. I actually arranged three of the songs on the album. We went in and did band tracks. As you probably know, you guys know yourselves, laid down guide vocals, Uh put, you know, guitar, bass, piano, percussion on. And then there was guide vocals there for the orchestra to play to. And the orchestra actually happened while I was out on a four-month tour with Celtic Thunder. I got home on the 21st of December and got the vocals done before Christmas. When you put the headphones on, recording your vocals, and you know, all that beautiful orchestration is in your ears, how did that affect your vocal performance? Well, I, I think, you know, as you know from recording, you, you have to was not imagine that you're in a six-foot square room with the headphones on and, and you're surrounded by, 
you know, insulating material to keep the sound in. It's, it's very much, you've got to imagine, you, you know, you're on a stage in front of thousands of people or you're sitting back in your, your home that you grew up in. I visualized my parents, my family, my childhood memories and try to really bring that through my vocal. And, you know, all these songs tell a story. That mm-hmm. is what I really wanted to do with this album was to tell 11 individual stories when people listen to the album I hope that they take something very personal from it yeah this is an album that I want other people to really take for themselves the tradition of the Irish music how does that come through in your concerts well you know first off the concerts are they're intimate they're personal you know I speak a lot about my life in Ireland it's kind of like a sit down with me to be honest the concerts there's music there's stories and lots of audience interaction I love when people sing along with these Irish songs as well. I want people to feel that they're part of it. I I don't like the idea that I'm up on a stage there and people are sitting down in the audience. I would like everyone to feel that they're all part of it. And Yeah, I I think I'd just like to create a bit of an escape for people for a couple of hours and bring them to Ireland and transport them back to their seats at the end. I I love that. (laughs) Any vacation. And everyone needs an escape. (laughs) Irish tenor Emmett Cahill here on the Mulberry Lane Show. So now, having toured, you know, with Celtic Thunder and all of that, I can imagine everything was pretty well staged and choreographed and everything. And now going to, you know, you're in charge of your own concerts. How has that transition been for you? You know, touring with Celtic Thunder has been great. It's the big stage and it's the lights and the band and we play in these massive arenas. But it's obviously very different doing my own thing. But at the same time, I think there's an honesty with both that I try to get across. Okay. Obviously, it's a lot more personal doing my own concerts and speaking about my own life. And yeah, I mean, the Celtic Thunder fan base are fantastic. I'm sure lots of your listeners have been to Celtic Thunder shows or my shows. Uh There's a real crossover there, which is a very loyal fan base. And they really enjoy, I suppose, being part of the journey that Uh I'm on, coming the whole way from Ireland. I think people want a piece of that for themselves as well. Like you said, you have very loyal fans. So do you think they're resonating with, you know, the traditions of the music, with you personally? What cultivates that? There really is a love there. And as well, you love your fans. Yeah, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, the guy that you meet in the street is the same guy that's on stage. Um, I very much get up there and and I'm myself. Uh, That's why I talk so much about my own life about even my experiences of meeting a lot of the fans. I know a lot of them by first name. Sometimes I'll arrive at a venue and, and someone will come along with a cup of lasagna or a, or a basket of cookies or, you know, they're so <laughs> kind and, and, and they're always worried that when I'm on the road I don't get to eat because I'm away from my mom. So um, <laughs> stuff like that is really cool as well. Oh, that's awesome. And then before we let you go, do you have a favorite song on the album? For me, probably The Parting Glass. It's a man at the end of his life looking back on the things he did right and the things he did wrong and acknowledging that not everything went right, but, you know, he gave it his all and and he went forth with honesty as much as he could. And I think so many people can relate to that as well. People have many happy memories. They have many regrets in their life. And, you know, that song, for me, kind of brings it all round to a close. And um, it's a beautiful parting message and and it's a blessing in a way. So I always finish my concerts with that song, spoiler alert. Um, For me, the the parting glass is, is probably the one that I, I rarely get through it without tearing up, I so bet. apologies in advance when I get to Oma. <laughs> oh, that sounds like an incredible song. And we're really looking forward to the concert. Well, thank you so much. Look, genuinely, I, I played at the Oma Conservatory last year, and it was one of the most memorable concerts. It's a beautiful hall, and, and actually, I must mention, on the night, I have a lot of the young musicians who 
learn music at the conservatory. They're going to put on a 20-minute performance before I actually start the concert. I want to involve them this year. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to all the fans hearing the musicians of the future, hearing the young people uh, get up and, and do their things. That's what a great awesome. night of music. And the Omaha Conservatory of Music does such great things in Omaha and beyond. I went to the Royal Irish Academy here in Dublin and when I walked into the Oma Conservatory last year I was like, mm, this is definitely a step up from what I've seen before. There's wonderful facilities, wonderful camaraderie, a great energy actually from all the staff there. There's a great learning environment and the kids are very lucky to, to attend such a wonderful conservatory and yeah, I'm sure I'm going to be very, very impressed when I hear them perform on the night. Awesome, awesome. And we want to thank you for joining the show, Emmett. Great to catch up with you and we'll have to keep in touch. Thanks so much, folks. We'll see you soon. Emmett Cahill, formerly of Celtic Thunder. Be sure to get his new album out February 24th. And mark your calendars for March 3rd. He's coming to the Heartland at the Omaha Conservatory of Music in Omaha. Keep it right here on the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by OmahaWorldCup2017.com. We'll be back with Lori Berkner, international queen of kids' music. But when Irish eyes are smiling, sure they see.